Is it me you're looking for? Oh, I didn't know we were doing Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> we are. You continue, please. With what? Singing the song. I can see it in your eyes. All right, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, hi. How are you doing today? <laughs> we hope this podcast finds you well. Deep in your Christmas season. Real deep. Real deep. Into that Christmas peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Get your graham cracker, spread your Christmas peanut butter. (laughs) Sorry. If you haven't listened to the re-release of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you might not understand. But then again, you might not understand anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this episode that we are re-releasing, we originally covered two movies, Gremlins and Home Alone. What a lineup. Dang. (laughs) It originally aired. Aired? Would that be how we say it? Released. It released. Release. We released it on December 5th, 2020. 2020. And it was our very first Christmas episode we had ever done. Really? Yeah. Wow. December 5th, huh? Yep. We got it out straight away after Thanksgiving. That's actually kind of late. But what we (laughs) did was we had a Thanksgiving episode and then we did 16 Candles, which was like a birthday spectacular Ah. because our birthdays are right around that time. Are we doing the same thing again this year? We're doing a birthday spectacular. I don't. I feel like we talked about every birthday memory we possibly (laughs) have. We crammed it all into that one episode. So I don't know if we have anything else we could talk about with it. But in this episode, I thought it was kind of ironic because at the beginning, we talked about what we would want from the JCPenney catalog for Christmas. Yes. And I just think it's really cute because the other night we were talking about giving each other our list for Christmas, things that we would want for Christmas. And if you're a new listener, we have been recollecting toys from our childhood or toys that we never got when we were kids that we always wanted. And so Pete pulled out the JCPenney catalog. I mean, online. We had purchased. Digital. Digital. PDF copies of, I feel like, 10 years. It was in the 80s. It was every catalog from the 80s. Right. Which I'll be sharing some of that content coming up. But Pete pulled out from what year? It was 83 and 84. And he was going through the toys and, I mean, literally took screenshots (laughs) of the toys that he wants. With the description. Yes. And the letters that correspond. And sent them to me. Yes, I did. (laughs) Should we reveal what they were? You can tell them what you wanted. The Ewok Village. Yes. Which is still in my mom's basement, but I don't know what shape it's in. And the box is definitely gone. The Jabba the Hutt playset, which is mine, in case my brother is listening. (laughs) Or my sister-in-law, that's mine. (sighs) And finally, the TIE Fighter, which I never had. But I always wanted the TIE Fighter. Didn't I get you the TIE Fighter last year? What did I get you last year? You got me the battle-damaged X-Wing. Oh, okay. That's right. Yes. And the other night I listened to Pete and his younger brother, Brandon, argue over whose toy the Jabba the Hutt playset was. He maintains he got the same toy, but it would have been 10 years later. How was that still on the shelves? Maybe it was still on the shelves, but I'm telling you, I got it. I mean, he says that he remembers opening the box. And he has to, right? Because there's no way that he was probably even born when I got mine. And if he was, if I got it in like 85, 
he was like a year old or something. So if he remembers it, he got one as well. I mean, we all know that we can have false memories. Yes. There's one that (laughs) is revealed, a false memory of mine. Later on in this episode, we'll talk about it when we're done. Okay. (laughs) But it could be a false memory he's having. Could be. Or. Or we got two of them. Yes. Also, it's funny because you're telling me in the episode about your science kit, and I just was perplexed at them sending a real frog. Hmm? I keep saying, for a child? (laughs) For children? It just blew my mind because... I just only knew of people dissecting frogs in high school. I just couldn't believe that they would send that to a kid. It was gnarly. (laughs) And it was either in fourth, fifth, or sixth grade, because I can remember bringing my dissected frog into school to show people. I like pinned him on a board, cut him open. (laughs) I would never do that today. No. And I thought it was funny because I was listing, you know, the things that I would want. And one of those things I now have. That's the Carolot playset. Yes. You got that for me. Was that last year or the year before? That was last year. I was so excited to have that. And I had, you got me several of the Care Bearers, like the little plastic figurines that go with it. And then I had also found a bunch of my original ones in my mom's attic. Mm -hmm. Or you found them and brought them down to me. (laughs) Yes. But the other things I list are still things that are on my. My bucket list. You've got a big list still. And I didn't put any of those on the list that I gave you because I just feel like they're never going to happen. Which ones? The Barbie Dream House. Oh. The My Little Pony Castle. Listen, they're all possible. You just got to put it on the list and you you see what Santa does. I've put it on the list every year for for a while. So I'm just like, I might as well just focus on things that are not going to be like a problem to be shipped here. Although I will say I just posted a picture on Instagram that someone sent to us, you know, with their Barbie dream house, the same one that I had. And I wrote on there, you know, like, I wish that I still had mine. And several people spoke up that they still have theirs. But someone commented and said, you can have mine. What? They're like, I've been trying to get rid of mine for a year. And I was like, really? So hopefully they reach out and we can figure out how to get it shipped here. I don't know how much shipping will cost, but. Probably quite a bit. That thing was gigantic. I know. And it was like 40 pounds. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. We'll figure it out. Yes. So with all that being said, we hope that you enjoy the episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. I'm Pete, and this is my beautiful wife and co-host, Stacy. That's me. <laughs> so, since it's Christmas, yes. tis the season, tis the season to talk about toys. Yes, even though we talk about them all the time, we thought that we should talk about what items that you would be looking for, that you would be circling or earmarking in the J.C. Penney's catalog or the Toys R Us catalog. Mm. So I need to know, even though I can probably guess. Well, there was like this five-year stretch that I really, really wanted a Power Wheel. Yeah. They were always in that JCPenney's catalog. They were like 200 something dollars back then. Were so they really that much money? They were so much money. That's funny. But I, I never got one. Always wanted one. Aw. So that would be a definite for a good many years. Yeah. Uh, also... The Yush for me. I had my Star Wars toys. I had G.I. Joe, Transformers. But then I had some not normal things for me where I asked for a science kit one year and I got it. Yeah. Where, was I that mean, because you saw a picture of it and thought it looked cool? Yeah. And I was yeah. very interested in science. 
I wanted right. to perform these experiments. It came with a the frog. things that you might never have thought about. Granted, they had commercials and stuff, and we actually watched commercials back then. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got to dissect a frog. A real frog? Yeah, it was in formaldehyde. It smelled atrocious. And they sent it, it to you? They gave it to a child? In the science kit, yes. In the science kit. What? And it had instructions written out on how to dissect this <laughs> Most people this frog. never did that until high school. That's <laughs> no. crazy. This was probably third, fourth grade, I think. But yeah, like you, you pull the frog out of this like glass tube. And they gave that to a child. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I loved it. That's not all. That wasn't like the focus of the science kit. There was like a microscope and bacteria and stuff that came in slides. You could make right. your I own slides. I just didn't know they gave that. Yeah, it came with a real children. F- I mean, a deceased, right. but real frog. Wow. I think I brought it into school, too, afterwards <laughs> to show everybody on this piece of cardboard that they sent me. I never got to do that in my school school. Oh. So what were you circling? What was I not circling? <laughs> but I think mostly Barbie things, you know, definitely like a Barbie dream house. Yeah. That's the Was ultimate. that the tall one with like the elevator? No. Not, well, not the one that I had, hmm. but the one I had was a hand-me-down from my sister from the 70s. I don't know when I was I know was the one that you're talking about. Had the yellow elevator on the string. Yeah, and, and my house was yellow and orange, but I know what you're talking about. I don't think that mine had the elevator, though. Okay. But also the pool, the Barbie McDonald's playset. I've never seen that, but oh. I would love to see it. It had like little miniature fry boxes. Really? And Hamburger boxes and stuff like that. It was amazing. We did have that. You had that? Yeah, but I wanted it. Yeah. I'd circle it. Right. (laughs) Um, Also, the Barbie Make Me Pretty heads. It was like from the shoulders up. Do you know what I'm talking about? I remember that, yes. My sister's heads heads were almost like life size. And you could do makeup and hair, hair. right? Yeah. Or maybe just hair, not makeup. I think they maybe gave you like fake makeup, so it seemed like you were doing her makeup. I don't think you could actually... Put the makeup on her. I wonder if that's what they had. I know they but had something. You could do her hair for sure. Wow. And that was a lot of fun. Is that how you would learn how to braid? That's how you could learn how to braid. Yeah. Is that what you did? I don't know if that's where I learned. Hmm. I'm not sure. But loved her. Also, I mean, like the Love A Lot Care Bear, you know, where the Care Bears lived. Yeah. I did eventually get that too, but I know I circled that. Was that like, like their carrying case? Yeah, it was like a carrying case, but you had know, that slide on. Yeah, it had yeah. the rainbow slide. Yeah, it's like Grayskull for He Man. Right, it was also a carrying case because it split in half. Okay, I think the My Little Pony castle might have been like that too, and the People House, like the People Toys. Yeah, forgot about remember the, the house toys. and like the the barn. Yeah, I forgot about People Toys. I loved those. We had a lot of people toys. I think I played with those more when I was like preschool age. I wonder when people toys died off. I don't know. Like working in childcare, we still had them, but of course they were from the eighties or. Nice. But anyway, those are just a few things. Yeah, I mean, there's right. so much. There's so, many, so many things to choose from. Right. But that's what I'm circling this week. I like it. <laughs> so it is the Christmas season, the most wonderful time. Before there was the most wonderful, precious, amazing Baby Yoda, there was Gizmo. It's Gremlins. This is still on 
the list of best Christmas movies. It's hilarious when yeah. you think about it. Right. So it's it's considered a Christmas movie, but it is a horror comedy for sure. And that's what they labeled it. You know, Chris Columbus who wrote it. Another Chris Columbus. Yep. Spielberg, who was the executive producer. Right. Joe Dante directed it. Definitely a horror film. It was set at Christmas time. It was set at Christmas time, yeah. A funny horror film, which was kind of becoming a thing at that time period. So it stars Zach Galligan as Billy, <laughs> who's also in uh, the second Gremlins, the new batch. He reminds me so much of a young Andy Cohen. Yeah, you were going to show me a photo. Oh, I know. I never of did. a young Andy Cohen. Should I show you right now? Yeah, let's see it. I'll go through who else is in it. Phoebe Cates, who I thought was Phoebe Cates. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember being Phoebe Cates? And you're like, I thought what? you were kidding. No, that's what I thought her name was. <laughs> like today you thought that's what her name was? Or back in the day you thought it was Phoebe? Back you... in the day I thought it was Phoebe Okay, Cates. now you understand that's not an actual name. Yes. Even though there's an O in it. <laughs> that's how Phoebe is spelled. <laughs> she plays Kate Berenger. She's also in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which I've never seen. What? Shag and... Drop Dead Fred, which is one of your favorites. I love it so much. You got Hoyt Axton as Rand Peltzer. That's the dad. He's the inventor. Okay, so right now she's showing me a photo of a young Andy Cohen, and that is definitely Zach Galligan. Right? Who is it? I, I don't know who's who. <laughs> <laughs> but he de- he definitely looks like him. He does, absolutely. He has that curly hair. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Then you got Frances Lee McCain as Lynn Peltzer, who she played the mom in this and played the mom in a lot of shows. Professional mom. A pro mom. She's Kevin Bacon's mom in Footloose Mm -hmm. and Leah Thompson's mom in Back to the Future. Crazy. And then Judge Reinhold, who plays (laughs) a big old D-hay, is Gerald Hopkins, who works at the bank. You'll know him from Beverly Hills Cop and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So he and Phoebe were friends. <laughs> Him and Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe Cates. <laughs> Polly Holiday as That's Ruby. That's the best name ever. Phoebe? No, Polly Holiday. Polly Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and Phoebe. Yes. Polly Holiday is Ruby Deagle. She's the mean lady of the movie. She's coming into the Mrs. bank. Mrs. Deagle. Yes, Mrs. Deagle. She like butts in front of everybody in line, wants to straight up murder the dog. Billy's dog. She's like Mrs. Hannigan from Annie or she'd yes. be like Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. She played Flo on the sitcom Alice. Yeah, yeah. which is so funny because I was thinking the whole time that she looked familiar, but I didn't realize that yeah. was where I knew her from. And then a young Corey Feldman. He was in everything, wasn't he? He was, but I feel like this was one of his earlier works as far as movies go. Right. Uh, so he plays Pete Fontaine. And then the iconic voice Ugh. of Howie Mandel as Gizmo, which... I forgot that Howie had done it. I didn't realize it either, that it was Howie. I did know that, but until I read it, I was like, oh, yeah. What was the cartoon that he uh, made? Bobby's World. Bobby's World, yeah. So now it makes sense when mm-hmm. I think about them. like, oh, wow. Good yep. job, Howie. And then you had Frank Welker as Stripe, who also voiced Fred on Scooby-Doo. Yep. He was Garfield on the Garfield Isn't show. amazing? And, and... I knew you would be so excited when most, you read. Most importantly, Megatron and Soundwave in Transformers. How cool is that? That is awesome. He got to play some of the coolest he cartoon did. characters ever. That well, original Stripe's voice... not a cartoon, but you know. That original voice of Megatron is awesome. Soundwave's really cool too, but Megatron's, a, that's iconic. So, Gremlins. Yes. 
It's uh, this kid, Billy. He gets a gift from his dad, who's this traveling inventor. I guess yeah. maybe that was a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, there are inventors. <laughs> but are they like, tra- he's like traveling around to like oh, trade push, shows and like push his peddle stuff. his wares? I think it is because you think about that one Uber driver we had who was like trying to get his candy off the ground that that's he was true. making and maybe he was going to trade shows. But this guy was like, he was an inventor and then he would go to shows to try to sell it and try to sell it to just anybody. Every, yeah, anybody. Like the gas station right. attendant who was smoking. He's like, do I have the invention for you? He's just a salesman. He's a salesman. He was in Chinatown and goes to this shop to try to buy a, a gift mm-hmm. and comes across Gizmo. Buys it's like an Gizmo. antique shop, right? Yeah, it's like an antique shop mm-hmm. from this Chinese guy and his grandson, mm-hmm. I think. Ends up scamming the guy, kind of, to get Gizmo. Like, he buys him under the table from, from the, the kid. From the kid, yeah, because the kid knows he needs money. They need money. Kid knows they need money. The grandfather doesn't want to sell him because it takes a lot of responsibility to own a Mogwai. Right. Which is what Gizmo is. Yes. So the Mogwai come with rules. Yes. And very, better. Very serious rules. Very serious rules. you got to keep them out of the sun. Because it'll kill him. Yep. And therefore, he doesn't like bright lights. Bright lights. Bright lights. Don't ever let him get wet or let him drink water. Nope. And never, ever, ever, ever feed them after midnight. Ever. Yeah. So Billy gets the Mogwai and Corey Feldman's character, Pete, who's besmirching my name, spills the water <laughs> on Gizmo. So all of a sudden he starts like his back starts bubbling, pops out five new Mogwai. They're not as nice as Gizmo. No, you can tell right away their energy is different. They have different energy. Because before this, before this happens, we see how adorable Gizmo, Gizmo is. Gizmo is so sweet. He's singing songs. Matching just, pitch yeah. on the keyboard. Like, yeah, he's playing. Yeah, it's awesome. So Love sweet. Gizmo. wants to watch TV and be a good little guy. Everybody wanted a gizmo. Yeah. Uh, so they trick Billy into feeding him after midnight. Oh, yeah. They like chew through the wire yeah. so that he feeds It looks like it's, it's like 1120. 11, 11, yeah. yeah. So he feeds him a bunch of chicken wings. He feeds him a bunch of chicken wings. And then they metamorphosize into <laughs> gremlins. Which it is disgusting. It is super gross. And chaos ensues. Mega chaos. There's a lot of destruction. Like... High-level destruction, some mild mischief, and just straight-out murder. Like, people die in this movie. <laughs> Which I totally forgot. Yeah. The murder. So, this... I think I blocked it out. I was so traumatized. Absolutely. But this brought on the PG-13 rating because people were complaining yeah. about how violent it was. I don't there blame was, them. There was a PG and an R before this movie existed was there no PG-13. g there was i'm sorry yeah, there was g oh, as well but okay. i'm saying as far as like there, there was, was nothing no in, in between. between yeah so the, spielberg suggested that hey why don't you add in like a pg13 that there's going to be some violence maybe a little murder <laughs> <laughs> so you know be wary of that the first version of the movie was a lot darker than what was actually released. They cut a whole bunch of scenes. Uh, you had Billy's mother dying uh, in her struggle <laughs> oh with the gremlins. Gosh. And her head is like thrown down the stairs when Billy gets to the house. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, the gremlins eat Billy's dog. Oh, uh, I was afraid of that the whole time, even this time, because I didn't really remember how yeah. that went down. Right. Uh, there's a scene where the gremlins attack a McDonald's and instead of eating burgers, they eat the people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Make nobody want to go to McDonald's. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's a travesty back right. in the 80s. Can't have that happening. Also, instead of Stripe being a mogwai who becomes a gremlin, originally there was no mogwai named Stripe. Uh, Gizmo was supposed to transform into Stripe the gremlin. Oh, my God. That would have been a big mistake. Yeah. So, thankfully, Spielberg overruled it because he felt Gizmo was cute and the mm-hmm. audience would want him to be present throughout the film. Good absolutely. shot. Absolutely. Like, that's why he's iconic. Well, Gizmo's <laughs> the whole reason because the movie poster, right. I think, just showed, like, Billy with Gizmo kind of, like, peeking out of the backpack or something like that. Yeah, so you thought it was with this cute nothing about gremlins. Right. Just <laughs> so the name gremlins. It was all so like, deceiving and parents oh, wow. are taking their children and then it's like, yeah. This isn't what I expected. No. They also wanted to take out the story where Phoebe Cates talks about how her dad died where he was Santa and he was coming down the chimney but fell and broke his neck. Which I have to say, I mean, I understand that they were trying to explain why she hated Christmas. Yeah. But it felt a little pointless. It did. Like, I didn't really care about that story. I could see why the studio wanted it out of there. Because, like you say, it was pointless and dark and it didn't serve any purpose Right. Because it's not like by the end of the movie, she suddenly loved Christmas. Yeah, she still hates Christmas because, it, <laughs> because like, her whole town gets murdered. Just happened. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. in Gremlins 2, there's supposedly a parody of that that happened. We need to watch that. We got to watch Isn't it. Isn't it called A New Batch or A the New, New Batch? Batch? Yep. So the Gremlins are loosely based on the folklore uh, about these mischievous creatures that caused malfunctions. That was started by the British RAF, Royal Air Force, in World War II. Just like, actually, they share that story. That was, okay, because the guy, the drunk guy is talking about it. Yeah. So that was like a real thing. It was. And remember, he's going out to his tractor. Yeah. And it looks like there is an actual gremlin. In the grill, right? In the grill. But that wouldn't make any sense. Unless it was Stripe. Had they already changed at that time? They hadn't changed yet. Yeah. So it, it has Maybe to be that it was just like a little Easter egg. Has to be. Yeah. So fun fact, Spielberg has a cameo where he's riding a recumbent bike. I knew that was him. Yeah. You saw it and you called it. He's like, is that Steven Spielberg? Yep. At one of the conventions that Billy's dad is at on Christmas Eve. And then there's also a moment where Stripe is hiding behind an E.T. doll in the toy store, which everyone thinks of Spielberg when you see E.T. Of course. course. Yeah. There's also a Gremlin cereal with Gizmo on the cover. I remember that. Oh, do you? I don't think I ever saw that one. Yeah. Well, they would just make a cereal out of anything, would they? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially back then. And there was like stickers of Stripe inside. Yeah. But they wouldn't put Stripe on the box. Because they knew parents probably It'd be wouldn't too buy scary. It. Yep. Well, I wouldn't want a box of cereal with stripe on the front of it either. No. He's like one of the bad guys that I just don't like. He's a bad but he's guy. He's kind of cool. Yeah. But he's bad. Yeah. I figured you would like him because you no. love bad guys. I do like bad guys, but I don't like stripe for some reason. Because <sighs> he's made me Gizmo. Exactly, and I really like Gizmo. So, what are your favorite moments from the movie? I think, you know, the bar scene and the movie theater scene are both so epic. There's so much going on at both of them, but they stick out in my mind almost more than anything else other than Gizmo being adorable. Right. But I mean, watching the bar scene as an adult who's been to bars is even funnier now. (laughs) <laughs> because they're just like crushing beers, they're playing poker, they're they there's, a, there's a flasher. Yeah, the flasher dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one that's just like shooting a gun and be I mean, there's so much crazy 
stuff going on yeah. at this bar. And poor Phoebe Kate. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe is like trying to serve everybody. And then she's actually doing quite a good job of keeping up with these. Yeah, she was handling it. She was. And they weren't hurting these her. These unruly customers. Yeah. I, I figured they were. I did think hurt it her. was weird that they weren't hurting her. Well, she kept feeding them beers. Right. I guess that's the only way. <laughs> Can't bite the, the hand that feeds you. Yeah. And then she realized, though, that if she took a picture with a Polaroid. Yeah, she had a Polaroid camera. That the light would make them kind of like pass out for a minute or yeah. whatever. So she was like <laughs> taking photos of everyone. That's what she just used to get to, out the door. To escape. But the movie theater, they're watching Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> which I love because I remember watching. I think I remember watching Snow White in the theater. Really? What year did that come out? 1934. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a re-release. <laughs> Maybe I think I remember watching Snow White in the theater because of Gremlins. Because of Gremlins? It could be. Seriously. Absolutely. That that would make sense. Because they're showing it in the movie theater. Right. And so, therefore, false memory, I think I was in the theater watching Snow White. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I forgot that it came out so early. Oh, my gosh. What an idiot. Actually, it's 1937, okay. so it could still be true, not 1937. <laughs> it could still be true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a re-release of Snow White in the theater, though. Oh, absolutely. I bet you multiple times. I really feel like I saw it in the theater. You probably did. But it could just be because it's a movie. Yeah. Anyway, all the gremlins are there. They're all packed in like sardines and they are, you know, wiling out, like hanging from the ceiling and stuff. Flying around, like jumping, throwing <laughs> popcorn, drinks. It's like being it's in chaos. the theater with a bunch of 13 year olds. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the movie starts and they get so into it, like toddlers who are just mesmerized. Yeah. They're all like singing, hi ho, yes. hi ho. <laughs> They're so into it. And then, of course, that's where they end up getting trapped and blown up and all of that. But yeah, I they burn love, them all alive. I just love that moment of them all like being mesmerized by Snow White. Those are definitely my favorite moments as well. Yeah. I think we share yeah. favorite moments in this movie. Yeah. Because the next one that I want to list is Gizmo in the finale <laughs> in the toy store. Yeah. He, he gets the Barbie car. The remote control Barbie car. I seriously feel like I lit up like Christmas watching that scene again. Yeah. Maybe because I had a Barbie car and I had a gizmo and there was just something about seeing the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gizmo driving the Barbie car around the toy store. Right. that just made my little heart so happy. When I watched it, I felt like I was like seven again or five again, I guess. I would have been five. There was a bunch of toys in there, too. Like there yeah. was the Barbie and the Rockers stage, I think. Yeah, we were we kept pausing it to look at all yeah, the toys. Yeah, we were looking at the toys. It was It was real cool. Oh, I wish I could remember all the ones we saw. And there were like games and stuff. Yeah. That's the best part. Because I remember we did that with, when we watched uh, Child's Play. Yes. In October. We would pause because they're in the toy store and you just look at all the things that are on the shelf. And it's stuff that we would have seen when we were kids. So. Yeah. Really cool. We did that in uh, Adventures in Babysitting as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's driving that Barbie car around. He's got his little Santa hat on. So cute. Yeah, his little noises are awesome. What's funny is I was like, when is the part where he's Rambo? And I was like, <gasps> oh, that must that be. Out? No, that must be the second movie. I do remember that. Because there's a, definitely a part. Where he's got the bandana on, yeah, right? He's, he's got a bone arrow. He's definitely Rambo, but it's got to be the second movie. Okay. Or is that Mandela effect? Well, we'll watch the second movie. And we'll <laughs> we'll see. find out because yeah, we we'll both remember out. that. Because I was waiting for it in the first movie. I was like, I picture I totally him remember that. shooting Stripe into the fountain 
with his oh. suction cup bow and arrows. Absolute false memory. That is not what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe we did see the second movie. I don't remember watching it, but maybe it'll like bring up some memories for I, us. I probably have and just don't recall yeah. it. So this was filmed on a universal backlot. And the snow was fake because we were talking. We were about trying that. to figure that out. Yeah. I was like, "There's no way that's real because they weren't leaving footprints, right. and there's no way they would have. If they hadn't been leaving footprints, it would have meant it was ice, and exactly. they weren't slipping." Yeah, like we were checking this, the the roads out as the cars drove by, and I was like, "That is definitely not real snow." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they like closed the car door, yeah. and no, nothing fell off. Yeah, it was like glued on snow. Right. You're like, you close that door, snow's flying. Like maybe it could be iced up like that, but not in the form that they had it. Oh my gosh, that makes me think about being in New York mm-hmm. at Christmas time and like trying to. It was like during an ice storm, I think, one time that we were there. Right. Walking from the car yes. to your brother's door. It was treacherous. It was like a, a skating rink. Well, the, the first worry is that you'll just slip a little bit and like hurt your back because I've done that as a child. Yeah. Like throwing my back out. That ice is so slick. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. So that's like the first worry. Yeah. Second worry is that you fall and hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Third worry is you fall and like crack your head because this stuff is solid. It's like me getting out of the hot tub that yeah. time. Yes. That got out of the awful. hot tub that one time and just bit it. I got a oh. concussion. Absolutely. I immediately started throwing up. Yeah. It was awful. It was just from a little bit of ice. Ice yeah. is dangerous. That was like two or three years ago. It was. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sidebar. Did you have, I'm sure you had a lot of white Christmases growing up being in New York. Yeah, it was an aberration not to have a white Christmas. The first time I went up there with you, though, no snow. It was like Christmas is here, like in the 60s. Well, you got to remember, I left in 96. Yeah. So (laughs) climate change. So it's changed a little bit since then Mm -hmm. where uh, they they still get snow. uh, But it was I only remember like one or two Christmases while growing up. That you didn't have it. That we didn't have snow. Now, it wasn't always snowing. So the snowing part was always unique because, uh, I mean, I would enjoy that, especially like the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve. Yeah. You're going to bed and the streetlights are shining through your bedroom window. It's like a Christmas story. It is exactly like a Christmas story. That's exactly what it feels oh, like. That's magical. what it looked like. So, I mean, you just see these sometimes it's like those big, thick flakes, which I love. And you're just like, oh, I can't wait to open my presents at 6 a.m. <laughs> and I'd have to wait until noon sometimes. What? My mom would stay up until like 4 a.m. wrapping gifts. And then we'd have to wait for them to wake up in the morning. What? While she would have, or they would, I'm sorry, not just she. She and my dad would have so many gifts downstairs. So I would wake up. I can imagine just from seeing what it's like yeah. as an adult. It was it was even more. Wow. I'd go downstairs. I'd see literally a room full of presents, knowing that a fifth of them are for me. <laughs> <laughs> and having to wait those oh, hours my while my gosh. parents, I mean, rightfully they slept in, you know, they're up till 4 a.m. That is the household of the parents being in control. Yeah, they were in control because <laughs> I wanted to open those so I bad. know. I mean, not that my parents weren't in control, but like Christmas morning. You'd go wake them up. We went and woke them up. We'd go try and they would be like, nope. <laughs> that is funny. Generally, we probably opened around like 10 o'clock. Yeah. But it was hard to wait those four hours. I feel like we were probably, especially when I was young, opening them at like seven or eight. That's when I would have wanted to open them. I feel like that's a good time frame. And there's probably quite a few that we did. Our bedrooms were like in the back in the hallway. Yeah. All three of them. Right. And so we were not allowed to go into the living room until my parents were with us. We got spoiled on gifts, I feel like, at least twice. 
So there was one time at my dad's house where he he generally didn't do big Christmases, Mm -hmm. but this one year he did. And I remember me and my sister went into the spare bedroom. We opened the door. All the gifts were in there unwrapped. Oh, no. And we, I don't know that we went through every single one, but we looked at a lot of them. So oh, I knew a lot of what I was getting that year. Ales. It was like the biggest and only huge Christmas like that. And then he would just like oh. give us money after that. But then at my mom's house. Did he know that you got spoiled? I don't know if he did or not. I wonder if that's why that was the biggest and only big Christmas. And he never did it again. I, he never did it again. Aww. I never told him. I'll, I'll have to ask Heather. That's and funny. See. But we also knew where my mom hid gifts. So I feel like occasionally we would go check out what was in store, but she would buy gifts late sometimes. Uh-huh. So you, there, there wasn't as much of a possibility of getting spoilers with it. But yeah, I we, knew where my mom hid them, but I did not look. I was like so curious and I loved looking at wrapped gifts and trying to guess what I thought it was. I still yeah, love doing that. Right. And I would, I would You're like, sleuth. <laughs> you can't get much past me, No, but I didn't want to spoil myself. Like I didn't want to figure it out. So I definitely did not go peek at anything. Yeah. I, I learned quickly that it was a bad idea, especially like the one at my dad's totally ruined the surprise. Mm-hmm. And I think like I felt that. Well, we weren't allowed to go in there, like in the living room, because we had like Santa would leave gifts uh-huh. and they would not be wrapped. OK. Oh, really? So the ones okay. that were wrapped were from my parents and the ones that were not wrapped were from Santa. So that was why, because my parents wanted to see our reaction yeah. to the Santa gifts. Yeah. So we, that's why we had to wait because they would that's go fun. in first and then watch us walk out. Right. And I don't even think, you know, it's at such a different time. Like, I don't think they took pictures of us just to get our reaction or anything yeah. like that. They just wanted to see it. And also funny to think about because once Polar Express came out, yeah, uh, my niece was obsessed with it. And so for some people, Santa wrapped gifts. Yeah, right? my Santa gifts were wrapped. They just said they were from Santa. Right. So that movie definitely made things different in some households because all those Santa gifts were wrapped in the movie. Oh. So it kind of changed traditions family-wise. You know what I mean? I never thought about that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, random, but... No, that's good info. (laughs) So we had a white Christmas down here once, didn't we? Yeah, were you here for it? What year was it? I feel like it was 2010. I was home from Florida. I can't remember if I was or not. I had never... I think one time as a kid... We had had like a dusting of snow. Yeah. And that alone was enough to thrill me just that it had snowed a little bit, you know, but it, it wasn't anything to play in or, you know, right. it just it, it almost looked just like frost yeah. in a way, but it made me really happy. But this was after living in Florida for at that point, eight years, I guess. And I hadn't seen snow in eight years right? because I only came home at Christmas and in the summer and it was the perfect magical Christmas morning snow because it didn't even start Christmas Eve night. And my dad, it's one of my favorite memories of my dad because he knew how much I loved snow Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to miss it. And he would get up early. And at that point, you know, I was in my twenties. I'm like, I don't want to get up (laughs) early for Christmas morning, you know, but he came and woke me up at like 6 a.m. because it was snowing. Oh, really? And so I went out and we had these like, my parents had like a cathedral ceiling with floodlights going out. So we would always turn that light on, you know, to look out. Yeah. And it was just the big flakes. I love those big, Absolutely big flakes. flakes. <laughs> gorgeous. And it was laying and f- laying quickly. Yeah. You know, 
It was probably one of the main times that I was not mad about being woken up early. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just so cool. Like my mom wasn't even up yet. I think she eventually, you know, we got her up too. Because it was just the three of us at that point because I was single. And, you know, my sister was married with her family at her house. But it was completely covered. We probably got like six inches of snow or something. Wow. And in the South. That's a lot. That means you ain't going nowhere. Right. (laughs) And so that was the only kind of sad thing because my sister and her family didn't get to come over on Christmas Day. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Because they didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't send out salt trucks or whatever. Yeah, they don't plow. No, especially not like the back roads or anything like that. Yeah. So they weren't getting over to us, Mm -hmm. you know. So we did it the day after Christmas, like our gift exchange and everything. But it was just such a wonderful day. And it's one of my favorite memories of like, I remember sitting in the living room and I think my mom was making breakfast and my dad was in the kitchen with her. And they, my dad started, he was known for just belting out random songs. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's one of my favorite memories. And you do that so often, too. And and so it always makes me smile because you remind me of my dad. But he built it out. But I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. And like my mom started to sing it with them. And they, oh, were, they were like singing together? trying to harmonize <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> and I just remember yeah. sitting there, like just smiling, listening to them. It was so cute. And he was like trying to correct her on the <laughs> harmonizing. <laughs> but not, you know, it was in a nice way. But yeah, it was just, right. you know, it was funny. Well, your dad was a really good singer. He was a good singer. Yeah. But that's cute. They were both in the choir, you know. Right, right. Anyway, it was, I love that. Now, up in New York, it would be like you'd always have snow on the ground other than like those one or two times. Yeah. So when you would get a lot of snow, that would stick out. There was a few Christmases where it snowed like three feet. And that was noticeable because that was magical. Like it would get ugly at times Mm -hmm. in the winter because of all the salt and slush and everything would be brown everywhere. Yeah, it's not White so pretty picture, then. Right. So then to wake up in the morning, no plows have come through yet to yeah. touch anything because mm-hmm. they're not working right. Everything's just like this big white landscape, snow still falling. Those were the magical white Christmases that I remember. Well, I think it was the last time that we were up there for Christmas that we were staying at Brennan and Sarah's house, Mm -hmm. his brother's house. And they live in the middle of a Christmas tree farm. farm. Yeah. (laughs) So you basically couldn't pick a better backdrop for Christmas. And we woke up to a blizzard. A blizzard. I mean, a it legit was legit blizzard. I felt like I was living in a snow globe. Well, they they live right off the lake, so you get what's right. called lake effect snow. There yeah. was a band of lake effect snow that was coming right over their house, so it was a snow globe. You couldn't see further than maybe two thousand feet, mm-hmm. and snow was blowing, falling. It was freezing out. <laughs> we were in our pajamas and we put on coats and hats and ran out there. Because I was like, we have to go take a picture yeah. with the snowy Christmas trees behind yep. us. And we were freezing because the wind was crazy. And I mean, we literally could only stay out there long enough to run out there, take a photo. And <laughs> There's some cute in. video. There, from it's that. like the best video we've ever personally taken. I know. I it's, it's really so cute. cute. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> and then we ran back inside. Yeah. I think that's also when Brandon tried to kill me with his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so strong. You got very strong. I coffee. was not prepared for that. Yeah. I had like heart palpitations yes. that day. <laughs> My favorite thing about the entire episode. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first movie we ever did with Phoebe. I almost just said Phoebe. With Phoebe Cates. And it's funny, too, because you talked about how she was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High and how you had never seen that. We have since watched it and covered it. We have. 
and also Shag Mm -hmm. and Drop Dead Fred. Which she's great in all of those. I know. I'm actually wondering if maybe Phoebe Cates (laughs) is the person that has been in the most movies that we've covered. Does that make sense? Oh, I see what you're saying. She might be also maybe Corey Feldman. He's been in a few. Yeah, that's true. She might have the most though. Yeah, that's four for her. That's a lot. Huh. Anyway, we'll have to actually one day really put thought into that. Right. (laughs) The false memory I was talking about earlier. (laughs) I said that I remembered watching Snow White in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. You did. (laughs) In 1937. (laughs) (laughs) And I do, unless they re-released it. Maybe they did. In the 80s, which they could have done. Absolutely, they could have. Because I feel like maybe I saw that movie in the theater, but perhaps you've planted a false memory. But I think that it might be because of Gremlins. Because they're in the theater watching Snow White. That's probably it. I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. That or they re-released it. But it just made me laugh. But I was like, I really think I saw it. When did that come out? (laughs) Oh, you know, it's a little outside our window. But And I knew that that movie came out so long ago. But I just, you know, sometimes we're flaky. Sometimes we don't remember things that we should remember. Sometimes you go to the vice principal's office. That's true. Also, we talk about white Christmases. Yes. In this episode, which I thought was fun. I liked all the little Christmas memories we would add into these episodes in the early days. Right. We were just getting them all out. (laughs) Well, you didn't know how long we were going to do this, right? It's true. And you tell the story about getting spoiled on your Mm, gifts. Yes. And then I say how my parents used to go in the living room by the tree and make us wait until like they were up so that they could see our reactions when we came out. To see our gifts from Santa because Santa didn't wrap our gifts. I know it was different in different households. But then I found that photo album in the attic and I found a great picture of my sister and I reacting to our gifts. Yeah. So I'll definitely have to share that picture this year. I think I'm wearing some strawberry shortcake PJs. That would make sense. I get this big cruise ship. And I, I need to look it up. I need to see what what the name of this cruise ship is. Because it wasn't like a Barbie one. Was it I like a people like toy? Small toy? No, it, it wasn't people. I need to look it up. Yeah. Figure it out so that I can ask for that for Christmas too. <laughs> Get it on the list. <laughs> I remember being so excited and loving it. I wish that that was in the attic, but it wasn't. Oh, you mentioned your Barbie dream house earlier, but we did find part of it. Yeah. I like keep, a door. I keep finding random pieces of it. Like... I found, again, the other day in a clothes, well, it was like a hamper, like a Winnie the Pooh hamper, but I used to keep baby doll clothes in it. And that was one of our attic finds and I hadn't gone through it yet, but I wanted to go through it the other day because I wanted to see if I had all of the clothes for my cricket doll because I knew I had the sweater, but I didn't know if I had anything else. I did find her skirt and like a doctor's jacket that says cricket. Now, did she operate on tapes? Yes. Do you have the tapes? No. Oh. So I'd have to get them on eBay. Does she work? I mean, I guess she's a doctor. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if she works because I haven't tested her out. We'll have to try her out with some batteries. Once she's back from the daily grind, of course, at the doctor's (laughs) office. (laughs) 
<laughs> Listen, she's she's very busy. She's very busy. That cricket. Dr. Cricket. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I gotta come back from that. All right. <laughs> why why was I even talking about that? Uh you had found her clothes. I asked about her tape. Yeah, but you asked me about something I found the other day. Oh, when I was going through the hamper, I not only found, you know, the clothes, but there were random toys in there. There was like the mini Echo keyboard. Yes. I got so excited when I saw that. So did a lot of people. Yes. That was the highest amount of comments that I got on that post, both on TikTok and Instagram. Everybody was like, the piano. And that was one that I like, I knew I had, but it was really cool to see it in my possession. Right. Like confirmation that I actually had it and didn't like just remember like a friend having it or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But there were a lot of other toys. There were like the little Cabbage Patch Kid miniatures and Care Bear miniatures and my blueberry muffin, like strawberry shortcake doll, which is funny because you bought me a blueberry muffin. But you you got me one like in the box. Yes. She's stuck to other stuff. She's stuck (laughs) to the bottom of a Cabbage Patch Kid plate. It's the same with like all of my toys that are in bags and boxes and bins. They all somehow have some kind of sticky substance. Like I think it was like a random piece of candy or lip gloss or something that was on there and then was in the attic. And so it melted and got a lot of things sticky. So I'm going to have to research how to unsticky them because Blueberry Muffin's hat is stuck to the bottom of the hamper. It definitely needs some TLC. We'll figure it out. Yes. But- Amongst those toys, there was a random window frame from the Barbie dream house. And then in my Barbie bin that I had found also at my mom's, there's like a random chair from the dream house and like a flower pot or something. Like it makes me sad. Like it makes me happy to find them, but also sad because I know where they came from. It's like the wreckage of the Titanic. Yes. Slowly coming across pieces of it. Knowing that somebody out there is probably selling that Barbie dream house that they got at a garage sale in the late 80s that's missing pieces that I just found in my Winnie the Pooh hamper (laughs) (laughs) the other day. Oh, okay. That was funny. I can't get over Cricket having a job. (laughs) I mean, she needs to start paying rent. Seriously. (laughs) It's not free. Well, that was fun. What a trip back in time. (laughs) All the way back to 2020. Take us back to 2020. No, don't, please. (laughs) Yeah, don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, remember the rules. Don't eat after midnight. Don't let them get wet. And avoid bright lights at all costs. Bright light. If you love the podcast and you want to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can email us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. We've got our Facebook group, The Cozy Club, fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. And if you would like to help support the podcast or just have access to 40 plus bonus episodes, you can come over to our Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. You can donate $4 or more per month and that helps support the podcast and what we've got going on. And it also makes us happy. That's right. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Is it me you're looking for? Oh, I didn't know we were doing Adele. <laughs> no, isn't that? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to be an outtake. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, I didn't know we were doing Lionel.